This is a Vision Australia radio podcast. The New South Wales election is coming up uh, March 25th. What about for people blind or low vision? How can we vote? Obviously, if we live in New South Wales, let's find out with uh, the advocate extraordinaire, Bruce Maguire, who's lead policy advisor at Vision Australia. Good to catch up, Bruce. Thanks, Peter. It's good to be uh, on the on the program again, as always. Yeah, you know, you're a, you're a good man and you do a lot of great work. And um, what about as far as this uh, coming election goes? Obviously, uh, it's not far away now. Uh, things in place for people blind or low vision to vote? Um, look, they they are, and it is different from, from previous elections because as... I think a lot of people know, and in case anyone who doesn't know, iVote is no longer uh, available. It was discontinued uh, in time for this, uh, you know, for this election, unfortunately. So the internet component of iVote, which allowed us to to vote uh, online in previous elections, and the automated telephone keypad component of iVote are no longer available. So what we're left with, uh, apart from visiting a polling centre or completing a postal ballot is um, what the New South Wales Electoral Commission calls telephone-assisted voting. Is that's, that's the same as what happened in the federal election where you um, dial a number and you speak to a call centre and you uh, give your vote to the call centre staff after you've registered to use the, the service. So that is the probably the, the, the option that most people who are blind or have low vision are, are likely to use, I would think. Has that uh, particular um, system, if you like, been in, in New South Wales elections? So it has been federally. In New South Wales, have had kind of a bit of a smorgasbord of different ways. Has this particular uh, telephone-assisted voting been in for New South Wales uh, before? Yeah, it always it always has been, or at least okay. since since iVote was introduced in in uh, in 2011. So the iVote traditionally comprised three three components. One was the internet voting, one was the automated telephone keypad where you used your, your phone keypad to cast your vote, and the other one was the, the um, you know, the call centre-based, you know, telephone-assisted uh, voting. What about the dates? Uh, so, obviously, people need to register. Um, can you tell us about those? The important thing to note is that in previous elections in New South Wales, there's been a pre-polling period of, of two weeks before polling day. And I think that the registration for iVote in previous elections was for the whole was, was open during the whole of that pre-polling period. For this election, the pre-polling period has been shortened to one week before polling day, and that's, that's for right. you know that's for everyone, not just for people who blind over low vision. So what that means is that you only have one week, and in fact sort of five days mm. to register to use the telephone assisted voting and that will start on Monday the 20th of March and finish on Friday the 24th of March so you've got to register in that five day period if you want to use the telephone assisted voting service. And it's just a matter of ringing up and registering you don't have to kind of uh, jump through hoops or prove that you are blind or have low vision? No you do get asked you do get asked a question yeah. as to whether you're blind or have low vision because the, uh, the telephone assisted voting service is not available to the general General, general community, but it, it's it's not a you know it's not an onerous um, or burdensome task to 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 register, but you do need to do it. As you say, it's happened that way at a number of federal elections now. Uh, so I guess maybe some uniformity. I know in South Australia where I am, we've had nothing uh, for the last state election, and then. Uh, a system before that for one election at the last council elections. We had the telephone assisted voting late last year. Um, from a 
well, either from a personal point of view or your role as a policy advisor with Vision Australia, would you kind of be supportive of a kind of a, a uniform national system for, for voting? Yes, we'd like to we'd like to see a, a national system and we'd of course like to see tele, tech, you know technology assisted voting as they call it, which is is sort of like internet uh, internet voting. The um, New South Wales Electoral Commission have been conducting a review of technology assisted voting after the uh, discontinuing of uh, of iVote because we don't believe whilst telephone assisted voting is certainly useful we certainly don't believe that it it, it constitutes independent secret and verifiable mm. Um, mm. voting is that uh, sort of review or the reason iVote in particular was discontinued was because of the um you know, perceived security risks? Look, I think there are a number of factors that led to it being discontinued. It, it, one one factor that's undeniable is that it was expanded well beyond its original scope and the Commission uh, didn't have the resources to kind of upgrade the system to cope with that with that expansion. And we're not opposed to any form of voting being extended, but we are... Um, we, you know, we do say, look, if you're going to extend something like iVote or any kind of technology-assisted voting, then you've got to make sure that the, you know, the system has the capacity to deal with it because ultimately people who are blind over low vision are the ones who have been most negatively impacted by the discontinuing of iVote. Personally, or again, from your role's point of view, but what about the one week rather than two weeks? Because, um, you know, it's been very, very popular just in general terms, the pre-poll voting. I think at the last... Uh, uh, federal election, it was an enormous number that had pre-polled. Yes, and I think that there's a lot of, you know, a lot of sort of um, discontent about about reducing the pre-poll period. It's going to be very interesting to see what the level of pre-poll voting is as a result of that, um, reducing it from two weeks to, uh, you know, to one week. What about access to information about the election, Bruce? Can you help us out with any of that? Well, Vision Australia has sent uh, an email out to all of our clients in New South Wales that gives all of the information and all of the links where you can where you can find more. There's also been information sort of sent to various uh, sort of email discussion lists. And if people sort of do want to know more, they can either contact the the New South Wales Electoral Commission. They have a they have an inquiry centre that you can that you can call, or you can contact Vision Australia, and we'll be able to sort of tell you what you need to know about uh, about that. Unfortunately, because the candidates aren't finalised until very close to the election in, in, in New South Wales. So it hasn't been possible, for example, to produce braille lists of candidates as we were able to do for the, the federal election. Mm. And, and, I mean, is that a, a function of the fact that uh, uh, we're all different states and different territories and, you know, we have one federal government or is that uh, different from previous elections? Why would that be the case? Because I guess in a sense... One of the things that make voting like this uh, successful is if people can get information beforehand and do a little bit of research, uh, be prepared so when you ring up, you're ready to go. Uh, it doesn't waste much of your time or it doesn't spend much of time for the person answering the call. Why would there be uh, you know, a shorter period of time as far as the uh, uh, candidates being announced and, and the election coming up? I don't know the history of um, the history of that. Um, mm. But but I, I would just say this, that if you use the telephone-assisted service to cast your vote, the, the operator will, if you're not already familiar with them, read out the, the, you know, the candidate in you know, in your electorate now if you if you want to do your research prior to 
uh, sort of phasing, well, that's you know that's good because then you can make that decision. But if you if you haven't been able to do that, then the the operator will read out the the list of candidates. If you want to vote below the line, uh, and it's a very big ballot paper mm. below the line for the New South Wales Upper House, then you know it really pays to do that research because it can take uh, a long time if you have to sort of go through 100 or 200 candidates over the phone. Particularly if you want to, uh, as you say, put a tick in every box or put a number in every box. That's right. (laughs) So what about from here, Bruce? Do you kind of give a bit of feedback afterwards, uh, you know, from Vision Australia's point of view as to what you thought of the system, how it went? I guess we wait and see till after March 25th, obviously, but is there a kind of a, a review and, uh, you know, Vision Australia and people like you kind of have a, an opportunity to, you know, give, give some feedback? Absolutely. We work pretty closely with the New South Wales uh, Electoral Commission and so we'll be providing, you know, informal sort of feedback and we'll providing be providing more formal feedback to the New South Wales Joint Standing Committee on Electoral Matters that always conducts a review after after elections. After the federal election sort of last year, we conducted mm-hmm. a, a survey of voter experiences and I think we will probably do a similar thing after the after the New South Wales um, uh, election because it is important to get accurate information about you know what people's experiences were. That's important, isn't it? That people take part in something like that because it's all well and good to complain about things not being the way they should, but you know when you're given the opportunity to express uh, an opinion about how things have worked, it's. Uh, Good that people avail themselves of that. Absolutely. Bruce, what, what about if I may ask you without notice, perhaps the, the New South Wales Electoral Commission's website, uh, how is that as far as its uh, accessibility and uh, user-friendliness goes? Because someone said to me once, there's a bit of a difference between accessibility and uh, user-friendliness, uh, which I think is probably a pretty fair point. They might comply in some respects, but if it's not uh, intuitive or uh, user-friendly, that that can sometimes be very challenging as well. Look, that's absolutely right. And there is a lot of information on the uh, on the Commission's website. You know, elections are very, are very complex things and there's, a you know, a lot of information. But certainly I have found it quite, quite easy to find information that I want on the Commission's website. So I think they, they, they've certainly tried to make it as accessible and as user-friendly friendly as, as possible. I mean, it, you know, it, is it perfect? Well, probably not, but it's pretty good, I, I think, and hopefully other people who use it, given that one of the challenges now is that there are so many different combinations of browsers and, and yeah. you know, and technologies and, and things. It, it can be very difficult to kind of get something that works equally well for everyone, particularly, mm-hmm. you know, in the adaptive technology space. But, um, just uh, you know, just bear in mind that if if you do need something from the website and can't find it, they do have an inquiry centre, uh, which you can um, which you can telephone and and um, uh, hopefully they'll be able to assist. All right. So just repeat, I guess the important details: it's telephone assisted voting for this year's New South Wales election. Just give us the dates as to when it opens, and also um, it's about, it's open for that week, isn't it? Yes, it'll open on Monday, the twentieth of. Of, of March and the registration will conclude on Friday, you know, at 5pm on Friday, the 24th of March. You will be able to cast your vote on polling day if you want to do that, but you can also cast your vote after the after registering. You can do it all as part of the one process. So you can vote up until the close of polls on the 25th. That's right. Bruce, great to catch up. You do a fantastic job. I called you advocate extraordinaire. I think you wear that hat very, very proudly. Uh, thanks for chatting to us. Thanks, Peter. It's great to, great to talk to you as always. Bruce McGuire there. He's the lead policy advisor for Vision Australia. Talk about the New South Wales state election. 
Thanks for listening to this Vision Australia radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Visit varadio.org for more. Vision Australia Radio. Blindness. Low vision. Opportunity.